0: I think, wow, I'm, I'm such a lucky guy. And you're always trying to look for opportunities of how can you share your successes and how can you share the wisdom that you have with others to help other people up? Because, you know, I came to Calgary, didn't know anyone. I knew one guy that told me to come here and the city embraced me and supported me and helped me. And now I feel like this is my responsibility is how can you help others achieve what their vision of success may be?
1: Welcome to the Joe Momo Presents podcast. This is the Calgary Leader Series. Let's start the show. I'm really excited to have my next guest on the podcast. He's the co-founder and CEO at Only. Welcome to the podcast, Jason Hardy.
0: Joe, good to be here, man. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Um, Yeah, let's just jump right into it. How about you let the listeners know who you are and uh, what you do?
0: Yeah, my name is uh, Jason Hardy. I'm, uh, I'd am i love to say I'm a native Calgarian, but I'm not. Uh, but I've li- been living here for about 21 years. Um, I'm currently the co-founder and CEO of a prop tech startup called Only. And we are digitizing the home buying process uh, for the residential real estate industry.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so doing some research on your background, you're a uh, entrepreneur, you're a business leader. I'd love to get kind of your uh, perspectives and story on how you got to where you are today.
0: Yeah, no, uh, happy to do that. I mean, it's been, um, I don't, I didn't begin thinking I was going to become an entrepreneur and I don't think many entrepreneurs did. Um, But, you know, my career began, you know, 22, 23 years ago and I had actually finished working for a couple of years working for the Walt Disney World Company in Orlando, Florida. That's where my career began when i had finished school and you know when i went down to work for disney um, i don't think i had a lot of big dreams and aspirations i remember before going to disney my i was working at a grocery store in hamilton ontario canada and uh, my dream was to be the produce manager that was (laughs) my goal is that when i came back from disney i was going to take my my boss's job and I was going to become the manager of the produce department, and that was that was going to be making it for me. And nothing wrong with that. Produce is a, a great business to be in in the grocery industry. And uh, but when I went down to Disney. Um, it really changed my perspective. You know, I started to realize you know how much opportunity existed in the world outside of little, little you know little Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, I realized that you know anything you really dreamed of doing. Um, you could really do it with some hard work and some effort and, and Disney, you know, opened that perspective and that mindset for me. And so when I came back from Disney, um, in 2001, um, you know, I, I really reevaluated the job of, of the produce manager if I, if that's what I really wanted to do. And, um, you know, I had realized by that point, you know, that there was more, uh, you know, more opportunity and more potential in the world for me. So, um, I started my first business in Orlando, Florida, and uh, it was moderately successful, but I had a taste of entrepreneurship at that particular time. And, um, you know, I had a friend that I had met in Disney and he was from Calgary and he told me, you know, you really got to come out to Calgary and the classic, you know, kid growing up in Ontario, you typically don't head west of Ontario. You know, I'd never left uh, the province, you know, at least to go west, you'd always go south if you were going on vacation. And they told me Calgary was going to be the next great city in the country. I had to come check it out. So in the uh, the summer of 2002, um, I came out to Calgary for Stampede, where I think a lot of young people did, you know, to check to check out Calgary for the first time. And I fell in love with the city. Um, I fell in love with the entrepreneurial fire and spirit in the city. and it just, you know, Albertans had this can do attitude, you know, that anything was possible here. and there was a huge uh, entrepreneurial corporate community here that was supporting great ideas and entrepreneurs with great ideas um, and selflessly too, you know, not with like a hidden agenda. And so um, I got started in sports marketing, working for a big company out of Toronto. I helped open their office here in Calgary. And uh, that was short lived, and then I fell into real estate. You know, I was working for a local entrepreneur. His name was Dan Dan McWilliam, great guy. He had a marketing agency, you know, similar to you, Joe, uh, called Applied Communications, and they specialized in real estate marketing. And uh, I was really fortunate to work for Dan. Learned a lot from him, and I was given this portfolio of resorts and private communities in the United States. And so it was pretty cool being in my early twenties, traveling on a plane with a corporate you know, corporate credit card and, uh, you know, living a life that I, you know, I couldn't live uh, on my own. And I fell in love with real estate. You know, real estate became my passion. And there wasn't anywhere to go to school at that particular time, except in the U.S., there was Columbia in the United States. Um, to get an education in in real estate, you just had to learn, you know, trial by fire. And I really, you know, I, I felt hard. I fell real hard for real estate and started to fall in love with Um, you know, just the whole concept of bringing new communities and real estate development projects to market. And so I learned a lot from Dan. But a few years after that, I thought, you know what, you know, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to be the produce manager. I'm going to start my own business. And so uh, it was really in kind of the fall of 2007, 2008. Um, I started Chatterson, which was my first, uh, you know, true entrepreneurial venture. And it was a marketing agency, but a marketing agency focused on the real estate industry, focusing on home building and land development and resort communities. And, uh, you know, we grew the team actually this year. Uh, Chatterson's 15 years old uh, as a company. So pretty cool. Been around. I think we've passed the uh, the stress test on, you know, I think most agencies don't live past a year for two years, uh, so we've been really blessed and really fortunate, and um, you know, I, I got to you know move forward with my passion of marketing combined with real estate, and uh, it's been a really incredible ride. But then, you know, two and a half years ago, um, you know, it was right before the pandemic in the fall of 2019. Um, I had this idea, and it was really bothering me why every other b to c industry on earth has found a way to digitize the buying process except for real estate you know real estate is notoriously a very old school archaic industry very slow to evolve very slow to innovate and i thought why isn't someone doing this for real estate and so i had nothing better to do at the time the agency was running really well and so i decided to start only and uh, that was kind of the beginning. And I, so I left my position as president and uh, managing director at Chatterson to my really capable, talented team that's still there to this day. And I kind of ventured out and started only this you know, tech company, this prop tech company, not really knowing a lot about it. And um, that's kind of what led me down the path towards where, where I sit today, which is that only.
1: Well, that's awesome. Well, really appreciate you sharing your story. That's uh, remarkable. Uh, what's What's maybe something that only does that people aren't too aware of? Yeah, I
0: mean, uh, only does a few things. But you know what we're really doing is digitizing the home buying process, which is pretty cool. I mean, we've gotten a little bit of quite a bit of press over the past year and a half or so. Um, we've raised a lot of money we've got private equity venture capital institutional investment into our into our business so i'd never done that before I'd never had to go out and raise money uh, and raise like private equity venture capital funds for for an idea but the idea was good enough and uh, was big enough uh, to garner that type of outside investment uh, in the business so that was really really cool but um, you know i think, what people would be surprised about in terms of what ONLY does is that if you look at the process of buying a home, um, it's, a, it's a very stressful uh, process filled with a ton of friction, a lot of redundancy, uh, a lot of doing things uh, over and over repetitively for no good reason. And the funny thing is about home buying is no matter how many homes you buy, whether it's your first home or your fifth home, the process never got any easier. And so, kind of, we went out on a mission to make the home buying process easier for both sellers and buyers by removing friction and creating trust and transparency. And so, you know, we're, that's the mission that we're creating. So, right now, you can take a home. Uh, digitally, you can go onto a website, onto your favorite seller's website, and you could take a home, you can put it into a shopping cart, you can get verified, which is doing all your financial and credit verifications completely digitally. You can place a deposit, sign an offer and completely buy that home online. So that's, I think, pretty cool.
1: <laughs> it's pretty cool indeed. That's that's awesome. I hope uh, the listeners go, go and check it out. I think that's uh, really neat uh, technology. Um, One thing you had mentioned was the pandemic. You had started uh, only 2019, right before the pandemic. And uh, that's been a a popular topic on the podcast with other Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, just kind of going through the challenges of weathering the storm. Uh, But for you yourself, what would you say has been the biggest challenge in your entrepreneurial or business uh, journey?
0: i mean the pandemic was instrumental for us you know like i remember back in you know we started in 2019 i pitched the idea to you know probably a, a couple dozen customers potential customers and they thought wow buying a home online that's crazy you know why would everybody why would anyone ever do that and you know to be honest with you it crushed my hopes and dreams in that in that moment where I thought, okay, I mean, I thought this was a good idea, but nobody wanted it, so I, you know, I took it, I put it back up on the shelf, and I left it. And then the pandemic hit in March of 2020. And if I'm being, you know, really vulnerable with you, you know, our revenues at the marketing agency dropped 75% in a week. It was gone. Um, you know, traffic, retail traffic, uh, real estate show home traffic came to a stand, standstill you know and everybody was at home nobody knew when we were going to get out you know there was nobody was spending any money we were in this kind of like state of panic and i remember you know we didn't lose any customers at the marketing agency at that time but everybody stopped spending money they were like stop the presses and so our revenue dropped and i remember it was that you know second third week of april and we had been home we'd been locked up at home for just to think about the fact that we were locked at home is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But um, we had been locked at home for you know three weeks at this point. People were going crazy, and out of nowhere, in the middle of the pandemic, the real estate market took off like a rocket. You know, in April of 2020, and the reason for it was is you know people that were living in the city in their apartment were looking around thinking, how long am I going to be here? And not knowing how long they were going to be there, they started looking to move. And so everybody living in the city wanted to move to the suburbs. And everybody living in the suburbs wanted to move to an acreage. And everybody everywhere was trying to buy rec property you know, somewhere to be able to get away and not have to wear a mask and not have to be locked indoors. And so the real estate market went crazy. But what happened was the pandemic really expedited consumer demand for more frictionless experiences so you know within a matter of weeks and you know you remember this all of a sudden you know we were pulling into the you know the safeway or the superstore grocery store you know hitting the button and our trunk would open and you know somebody was loading groceries into our trunk and all of a sudden we learned very quickly how we could have a lot less friction in our lives and still be able to Service our wants and needs in life without having to talk to people or touch people. I don't know if it was good or bad, Um, but the same thing happened. So, you know, in April of that year, you know, a couple, you know, two or three of those customers that I pitched the concept of only to in the middle of 2019 picked up the phone and said, Jason, do you still have that online, you know, e commerce platform for real estate? And, you know, it's been compared to the Shopify for real estate. And I said, yeah, I do, but we haven't done anything with it. And you know, the answer was we need this now. We need it immediately. And so that kind of, you know, I looked at the agency and the agency was down seventy five percent in revenue. There wasn't a lot lot going on. I thought, well, I might as well give this a try. There's people calling me for it, and that was the beginning. And so we got to work, you know, I formed an advisory board, um, you know, brought on a chief technical officer, a CTO to the company. And we started building out this software platform. And I i was new to tech, like a green banana. I'd never built a, a tech company before. And uh, so away we went. And kind of the rest is history. We've just continued to grow and scale. And you know now we're a full-time team of almost 20 people on the only side. We've done two rounds of venture capital, private equity fundraising. We have another one coming up this year. We've raised millions of dollars. We've got you know over 100,000 users of our platform across the US and Canada. And uh, we just continue to scale. So it's, you know, the pandemic, although it was really challenging, uh, I think, you know, for many people, it was a bit of a blessing. And when one door closes, it opens another.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of, uh, yeah, challenges, just seeing revenues go down 75%, uh, it definitely needs you need some intestinal fortitude, I like to call it. Um, how, how do you, How do you build that resilience in times of challenge like that? What makes you just kind of keep going forward?
0: You know, honestly, I I attribute a lot of, um, you know, my success to date and a lot of my like positive mental attitude and state, um, you know, you are the company you keep. And uh, I've really focused on, you know, throughout my entire entrepreneurial journey and career and surrounding myself with really great people and great mentors. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the mentors and advisors that have been around me in my corner, backing me up, helping me make great decisions and helping me avoid the bad ones and picking me up off the ground. When I made the bad ones, (laughs) Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we learn from our mistakes and mistakes are really mistakes. They're lessons, you know, and things happen. They don't happen to you. They happen for you in this life. And so, You know, I look at, um, you know, the journey so far, and it it was really the mentors and advisors and the people that were in my corner that believed in me, that believed that, you know, when I had an idea, they were helping me show me the way, show me the light at the end of that particular tunnel. And that's really, you know, I think the key and backbone to my success to date has been, you know, the people that I've chosen to surround myself by.
1: I love that. It's all all about your team. Absolutely. One thing I always love to ask my guests on the podcast is what their definition of success is. Uh, so I'd love to know, Jason, uh, what is your definition of success?
0: Yeah, my definition of success, I mean, um, you know, for me, um, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. And I've learned over the past, you know, decade that my su- success comes from helping other people achieve success. You know we are on this planet to give not to receive and the greatest rewards and success comes from the things that you can do for other people so you know my you know greatest accomplishments are when i can open a door make a connection you know help someone i know achieve greatness um so you know i think if you can be kind um you know you can live a life with great ethics and morals and live by really strong values Um, I think uh, a successful life will come. You know, success is not material things. Success is not necessarily money. Um, To me, success is happiness and happiness of those of yourself and those around you. And, um, you know, we're very blessed and fortunate to live in Canada. We're blessed and fortunate to live in this great city in Calgary. You know, and every day I think I wake up and I think wow i'm i'm such a lucky guy and you're always trying to look for opportunities of, of you know how can you share your successes and how can you share the wisdom that you have with others to help other people up because i started you know i came to calgary didn't know anyone i knew one one guy that told me to come here and you know the city embraced me and supported me and helped me achieve what i've uh, achieved to this day and now I feel like, you know, now this is my responsibility is how can you help others achieve what their vision of success may be?
1: I love that. It sounds like just uh, pay it forward and help totally. empower other people around you, going back to the team aspect.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, um, you said when you first moved to Calgary, you know one, you knew one person. I'm sure you know multiple people now here in the city. Uh, but how has uh, Calgary changed from when you first uh, started to today?
0: man uh i love this city um you know i've been really blessed to i've traveled all over the world you know since i've lived here i've probably been to almost close to 50 countries and um there's no other place in this world i would rather live than calgary um you know i came from you know toronto hamilton and um you know it's a small big city and uh it it always blows my mind that you know in a city of you know a million and a half people um everywhere i go there's you're always running into people that you know and um you know i don't think a lot i think a lot of the values of calgary and the people in calgary have not changed i think the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well and burning brighter than it has ever burned before and i think the um the the support infrastructure and the ecosystem in calgary that supports and embraces entrepreneurship and embraces great ideas Um, is unlike any other place I've ever been to on this earth and definitely not in this country. Um, I think Calgary is so incredible in terms of that entrepreneurial spirit and fire. And there's this selflessness in the city that I've never seen in other places where there's really tremendously successful entrepreneurs and business people in this city where their main goal isn't to make more money. Their main goal is to help other people achieve their dreams and their success. And that's why I don't think I'm ever going to leave Calgary. This will always be base camp for me because of how this city embraced me and supported me. And I feel like there's an obligation for me to do that for the next generation of entrepreneurs
1: and and dreamers. Absolutely. Likewise, I think Calgary is just an amazing city and there's so much opportunity and uh, the environment here just so, is so supportive and um, from entrepreneurs to everybody in the city, I think it's, yeah, such a beautiful city. <laughs> yeah, we're very lucky. <laughs> Can't to say enough. Here. Very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I only have a couple more questions here for you. Um, I always love to ask as well, uh, what's maybe one question that you never get asked that you wish you would be asked?
0: No, nobody ha- ever asked me, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I could have just stuck with the marketing agency. And I think it would have been a lot easier of a road. I You know, I look at a lot of other tech entrepreneurs that I now meet in this new journey of like prop tech and, and, and technology, and they're a lot younger than me. Um, you know, I, I've got a family, I've got two beautiful children, and, you know, I've got responsibilities that I've got to take care of. And, you know, a lot of tech entrepreneurs are a lot younger than I am with a lot you know a lot less at stake to risk um and so you know i think for me um you know why am i doing this i'm doing this because um i never get that question like why why are you doing this and i'm doing it because i believe so passionately in this in this vision and this idea of digitizing the buying process i believe that there's so many opportunities in this world to remove unnecessary redundancies and friction from processes that don't need to be there that you know buying a home and the process of getting approved and getting verified to buy a home doesn't need to be so stressful you know people don't need to be taking days off work and pulling their hair out and crying and you know it, it makes people so emotional and so i'm putting it all on the line i've taken huge huge risks to start this particular venture I liken it to building a rocket ship and we are building a rocket ship and the vision is the rocket ship make, make, makes it to the moon and beyond, but they don't, you know, the stories don't always end up that way. So, you know, people had always at, you know, I wish, you know, people ask the question, why are you doing this? Because there's no really good reason other than the fact that I just, from my soul and my core believe, believe in what we're doing
1: and believe in what this team is trying to accomplish. That's so awesome! I could feel the passion through my my headphones. So I know you guys are going to be well on your way. <laughs> Thanks, man! I appreciate that support. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, where can our listeners connect with you online if they want to reach out?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can uh, you can find us. I mean, I'm most um, uh, most approachable on LinkedIn. You know, got a good presence on on LinkedIn. Easy to find on LinkedIn. But also, you know, we've got our website, which is only re, or our new product, which is verified. It's the uh, the real estate industry's first buyer verification tool. Um, you can find that at verify.re. but you know that would be it. I'm not really on any social media. Uh, you know, three and a half years ago, I I got out of the social media game to really focus on on my business and focus on my family. So LinkedIn is my my only form of of uh, social communications.
1: Absolutely, and I'll put those links in the description, guys. So go reach out. Um, It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast, Uh, Jason. um, I love to end the interview with one last question since it's a leadership and business podcast. Um, What does being a good leader or leadership mean to you?
0: You know, being a great leader to me means, you know, empowering, lifting up, and inspiring others to be their very best and supporting people in their journey in life to achieve their dreams and achieve their own version of success a great leader is 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 about servant leadership hi i'm jason hardy and you're listening to joe momo presents
1: thanks again for watching the joe momo presents podcast for more episodes check out joe slash podcasts all right see you next time